In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. I'm Orly Gottesman, and you are listening to Monday Morning Critic. Um, I have to ask you, I've been dying to ask you this all day. How good is butterbeer? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's 11 out of 10, 100%. The frozen one's better than the regular. Have you ever had it? I haven't. So, so paint a picture. Like I'm trying in my mind to like picture what it tastes like. And I, I can't do it. Like I can't figure it out. So think of like the, like there's, so they have like a, a frozen one and like a regular one. It's like, it tastes like cream soda, but it also tastes like those, those caramel butterscotch, like things in those golden. Okay. Like, it's just like, it's so yummy. And it's got like this like cold foam on the top. That's just like, it like, it just works. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say butterscotch but like the way you're describing it makes me want to have one right now oh. it, it, yeah that's 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 a good description um so i have to say um you know i, I don't know how you do it i don't know how you um you, you run you, you almost like have two lives i was thinking about this today it's almost like you're you're like diana prince in one one way and another way you're like wonder woman right you have these like two lives i mean i can't imagine you know when i was your age doing it is it is it difficult for you to pull off because you like you're and we're going to get to it, but you have this amazing life that you're, that you're living. That's, that's very difficult. Not many people can do it. And then you're kind of at sometimes expected to be a, a high school kid, which you are, but is there conflicts? Is it tough? How is that journey for you? Yeah, there's definitely some, some struggle trying to balance. Like, um, obviously like I wouldn't consider myself like a normal teenage girl, like for certain like reasons, it's hard for me to kind of do the things that like a normal teenager would do just cause like, I don't have like the, like my mindset's completely different just like based off of like my priorities and like, like this week it's like homecoming week and everyone's like worried about like getting their votes out and like posting about like, like all that stuff. And like that stuff is just like over my head. Like I don't like actually pay attention to it. And like, as much as I would love to, like, I've always, like, thought I'll never have, like, the high school experience, you know, but it's, like, you take and you get, and, like, this, I'd much rather have what I have now. There's, um, it's tricky trying to balance between, like, my friends and my social life and being that teenage girl and relationships and, you know, having to leave for weeks at a time to go meet these amazing people and do amazing things and, you know, hopefully someday get big, but, I'm I'm living my dream and like I'll, I'll make the sacrifices that I need to. Yeah, it's amazing because one day you're with Kevin Costner, the next day you're 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 at you know you're a Cypress Lake Panther. Like I don't get how that you know. I, I, and and listen for those listening and and it's a tough thing to manage. I mean, but I love the fact that you're trying to give it a shot, living that high school life. Living. Do you find that you're treated differently orally by people, or or, or is it one of those things where they know you, you've always been orally, and they accept you no matter what? Or is it, or is it a difficult transition to make? Yeah, I go, I go to an art school. So, um, nice. a lot of people there, they, they like, they acknowledge that, you know, I'm working and a lot of us have the same dream. Um, for them, it's usually more like theater, like Broadway, going to New York, going to college. 
And for me, like, I'm still at that moment where I'm like, do I want to go to college? Because like, what would I major in? You know, I could do something like, like producing. So, but I mean, all of the people at, at Cypress Lake, they knew me before they knew like, like Haley, that I was Haley on a show. And so Mm -hmm. they're super, super supportive. Um, they don't really treat me any differently though, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, and this is just the start for you because there's no way you, you don't go anywhere, but up like, I mean, you're, you're off to such, so many good things, I think. And, and it all starts with this two week camp in LA that you love. Like, you know, this was your sister with you at this camp. Yeah. Yeah. So outside of this, first of all, touch on that two week camp and then tell me what else you love about acting, right? Cause this camp was big to you for you know, the people are about to find out, but what else about acting do you really love or answer that in any order you want? I mean, I just love being able to to be different people, but kind of like be myself in a way. It's kind of like I get to step out of reality and, and do something that like that I've been practicing my whole life. But also for me and my sister, it sort of came really naturally. And like the, all these huge opportunities, just like in my mind, knowing that one day maybe I'll get to meet them and being able to work in their presence. And also this is something that I was put into. I never realized that like, I loved like the art of acting until a couple of years ago, like, cause I couldn't really appreciate it cause I didn't know like the significance of it. And, and then I started talking to my friends and they all told me that they always wanted to be actors, but they never knew how to get started. And like, for me, like that never occurred to me. Like if I weren't an actor, would I want to be an actor, you know, right. But right. it's just because, like, I was kind of put into this. But, like, I'm so happy that I was because I had I now have, like, all these opportunities, like, lined up. And, you know, I can just pursue, like, something that I didn't know that I loved until I knew that I loved it. <laughs> uh, do you run lines with Ariel? Yes. Yeah, all the time. I help it, her auditions. She helps me tape auditions. Yeah. Such such a great to have a bond with your sister like that and, and to really make that, you know, a thing and have you guys relate to each other and acting kind of bridges that. That's fantastic, really. Don't you think? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we're like each other's competition. Like she'll audition for the same role that I am just because yeah. like now we're the same height. And like, so sometimes it's like in that case, it's tricky because we try to make different acting choices just so it's not all the same. Um, and so sometimes we'll get coaching and other times we won't. But I mean, Arlen and I, we help each other out. We run lines. Um, we tape. We'll help set up. You know, like sometimes I'll curl her hair. Sometimes we'll straighten my hair. It's just like that sister bond that, you know, it just works. Very cool. Uh, give me an actor or a movie that that really that you are just and I don't want to say inspiration for you wanting to be an actor, but. Who is an actor or a movie that you just absolutely love? Um, well, a movie, there was um a movie that I watched where I could like actually appreciate like the acting in a way. Um, I can't think of the name now, but I had just recently watched it's kind of like a heavy topic, but I had right. just recently watched um Schindler's List. Yeah, good so, call. Yeah. Yeah. And so um I'm doing a a production for my school called I Never Saw Another Butterfly. Um, I've written about the Holocaust and I play the lead. So I was like, I need to get some backstory of the Holocaust. So I watched that movie and it's just like, it's so heavy, like the topic and like having to like, like play like in a major event in history and like actually like do justice to it is so like difficult and it's a lot of pressure and the lead and the main actor of, of that production just like did a phenomenal job. I feel like. So definitely yeah. an inspiration. And the black and white just adds to that movie, the heaviness, right? 
yeah, just just an unbelievable movie. Um, so so talk about some of your training, right? Because I mentioned the the, the, the camps. Um, you are somebody that strikes me as absolutely fearless in, in in front of the camera. Like you're not camera shy at all. Like I mean, you're somebody who is who embraces that challenge. Who 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 when she's re- walks on a set is good to go. Um, but talk about some of your training that led up to that. That you think I mean, obviously it all is important. It all leads somewhere. It all adds up. But it, it, are there mentors or a piece of that training that you remember specifically? Um, yeah, I mean, like when it comes to being camera shy, when my friends pull up like a phone and like take a picture with me, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's just like habit. But I mean, I love being in front of the camera. I don't know like what it is, but like just the feeling that like, you know, everyone's like looking at you and seeing like what you'll do next. And like the power's like in your hands and you get that like you have the capability, like the ability to like perform this. Like that's, I think what like gets my heart going. There's like always, my heart's always pumping. I'm never not nervous. I always have adrenaline, but you know, I've just like, I've learned to like use that adrenaline and kind of like cover it. Um, so like with, with something as big as Yellowstone working with huge actors, of course, like I was nervous, but, um, you know, I kind of just like swallow it and I'm like, all right, let's do this. It's everyone here's a person We're all, we're all human. Um, but I would, I would definitely just say like acting it's, it's kind of tricky. Like the best thing that I could say was like, just like having persistence in like this industry is like really important. And just like you're knowing that your ego is not too big to the point where like, if someone says like, you don't fit the role, then it's not like a stab in the chest. It's kind of just like, you know, like that's all it was. And I think one thing that helped me a lot was when I realized that like 80% of why you book something is based off the way you look and not like your, your acting ability. Um, cause you know, I had been practicing for like for six, seven years. And so like, you know, not booking something, it was like, it was kind of like, like, why am I doing this? It's kind of a letdown. But then, um, one of my coaches had told me that like 80% of it is based on how you look. And if you match the looks of that person and that character. Um, and I think that that definitely really helped. So are you sure you're only 16? Because I swear there's actors that have to, you know, 20 years experience to figure out what you just told me in three minutes. Like, I feel like it's, I don't know, that's, that's something you figure out the hard way. And that's a great philosophy to have Orly. And that's, I mean, again, that's a, that's a, that's a huge thing to have. Um, so I have to ask you, I know you have experience with horses. I think you had a, um, a role and I don't know about you, but horse movies wrecked me from the horse whisperer to sea biscuit, to Hidalgo, to dreamer, to war horse. I don't know what it is. Yellowstone too. Uh, even that very first episode, I don't know what it is, but talk to me about horses and, and your affinity for them and why they're so special early. Yeah. So, I mean, growing up, um, like when, when that movie, the zookeeper's wife came out, my whole family went to see it in the movie theater and my mom's like, you're not invited. You can't, you can't see this movie because I, it doesn't matter to me how many like act, like people will die in like a written script. As long as like animals die, then like I'm out. Like, that's just like where I draw the line. Um, and so like, I've been pescatarian for four years, I think, because like my heart, like just hurts when something happens to an animal. Um, and so I was, I had the opportunity to film a a movie called a feature film called Adeline. And, um, it was the story. It's a beautiful story, um, based on a true story, but it's about these, this horse named Adeline, whose actual horse name was Leody, but, um, they're actually medicine horses, like healing horses. And so- Mm they have like sessions with people that um, that need like certain kinds of help, like people that, you know, like 
struggle with certain things. And so, um, they're just like, they're there and they're comforting and they have this certain energy about them that like, is like, is able to heal people physically. And like, it sounds like it's like fake, but it, I swear it's real. Um, and so there was like, when I went to go see, um, when I went to go film, I had a scene with, um, Leody and, you know, like he was just doing his work and like, he makes it obvious when he's doing his work, but like, like there's just something like inside of you that like you, you recognize that and you just, you're in that moment and you're like encaptured and everyone in the room, like behind the camera and every, like all the people that were like in the scene, but like out of the scene, like all the, the camera and the sound and everyone, they were like, they were silent. Like, like he was like working with everyone. He was getting in, inside everyone's like soul and like working with them. Mm, and yeah. so that was just like a super powerful moment. And I've, I've, and since then I feel like I've gotten pretty close with like animals in that sense. And so when I found out like about Yellowstone, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how to ride a horse. I'm gonna learn how to saddle a horse. So I, I kind of had that excuse to like go out and, and find myself a ranch over in Fort Myers and, and work on that. That's awesome. And, and I'll tell you right up there with horse movies, Orly, our dog movies. I, um, I can't do Marley and me. I can't, it's a one watch thing, not because it's bad. It's just too good. Yeah. Um, that that'll that'll tug on on the heartstrings is too you know I, I was um watching uh kevin costner i think he was at the premiere or i swear to god i think he's a vampire he doesn't age he still looks stunning like he's a he's like I, i'm gonna regret saying this but he's like a beautiful man like he's yeah, no. stunning like it's like are you kidding me like all he's done and i'm looking at him and he and i know i'm a lot younger than him and it sure as hell doesn't look that way um <laughs> talk about talk about kevin and and and, and some of his work in, in the past that you've seen that you admire. I'm sure there's a lot, but um, is there a particular Costner movie that stands out to you? Yeah. Um, I just watched uh, like two weeks ago. I just watched, I think it's called the policeman. Is that the bodyguard, the bodyguard. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just watched that with my mom. And awesome. like, at first I was like, mom, this is slow. I can't watch this. And then like, you know, like also he was so like, he was so young that like you look at him then and you look at him now and you're like, like this is like this is incredible like he <laughs> more and more talented as he got you know more mature and older and like it he doesn't even like make it obvious and like for a show like Yellowstone he he has to act like so tired and like so like over the edge and when I I had watched him uh in a scene like I've never formally met him just because like we just haven't been working the same days and so when I did get the chance to like you know see him work he was he was just called down and um, I was sitting behind the directors and I was watching over their shoulders at the, the scene they were filming. And like, I was just watching him switch into John Dutton so quickly. And like, it was just like, it was incredible to see like him work so flawlessly and like the talent and like, it never, it never goes away. Like it's something that he'll always be able to like pick up and he'll always be able to have. And I admire that. Yeah. Well said. Um, you know, speaking of Yellowstone, let's work our way into that. Um, once you got the role of Haley, I feel like it blew up everywhere. I feel like, you know, Entertainment Weekly, if you, people go to your Instagram page, they could see it. But, but it was everywhere. It was uh, Yahoo. Had, I mean, there was tons of sources. Mm -hmm. Talk a little about you getting the role, the announcement, and, and a little bit about who Haley is. Yeah. So when I, I was like, okay, I was a huge fan of the show before Haley. And so um, my whole family was like jumping up and down. Like, you know, we were like friggin'. Mm. <laughs> about this whole thing and so um when I booked it I was on a va family vacation in Mexico 
And so my manager called the night after we got there and she's like, you're going to Montana. And I was like, Oh, like this, like, like I couldn't stop crying. I was crying for like three hours. And so when I got to Montana, um, you know, like it, it all kind of started to set in, but like, it wasn't, I had, I had waited a couple weeks before like the news could kind of get out, um, before I could say anything about, you know, about the show and about booking. Um, and so then I got a publicist and then she, like Melissa is like amazing. She totally helped us like pick everything up. Um, she, like, she gave, she, like, all the opportunities of, like, getting, you know, out there, getting my name out there, it's, it's, like, big pushes for my publicist, and I totally appreciate her, and, um, you know, like, it's just, this whole thing is still so surreal, just being, like, two, three months ago, I was, like, still, you know, reaching for any opportunity, like, all auditions, and, you know, like, now I don't take anything for granted still, but it's, like, you know, it, all it takes is that one huge book, like that one huge opportunity for you to fit that character perfectly. And then, you know, you're kind of set. Yeah. And, and and talk about who Haley is. Who Who is she? For the, I mean, many people watching already know, but who who is she coming in? Yeah. So um, Haley actually hasn't been introduced yet in the first couple episodes. I can't right. say when she, she gets introduced, but um, she gets introduced like further into season five. And so her character, she kind of like acts as like this, this kind of like beam of light for Carter, I think. Um, if anyone had kind of like heard or like seen anything online, um, they might know that Haley's kind of like a love interest of Carter. And so um, she's the super bold girl, but she's also like a, t- a teenage girl. And so she's kind of like trying to like tiptoe into Carter's life without like mingling with like Beth, like huge personalities like Beth or Rip. Um, just cause she doesn't want to like get in the way as like a teenage girl wouldn't, but you know, she also like, she likes him and, and she wants to do something about it. So, you know, what's the worst that can happen. So yeah. yeah. Orly, I'm, I'm going to put something on the screen. I, I want to, I want you to take a look at this. Um, tell me what kind of sorcery is going on on Yellowstone. What, I mean, that's not a big, that's not a big difference. Like, um, what is going on? Like, I feel like I'm looking at two different people, like. Uh, talk about working with Finn. Uh, g- great guy, good actor. Talk about the, your experiences with him. The worst. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> actually, no, he's actually like super, super talented. Um, we haven't had much time to like talk or kind of like formally meet before our first scene together. And so, um, you know, like he's got like the whole accent thing and like he's from Australia mm-hmm. and he's definitely mastered the whole art of being like a cowboy. Um, and so like, we sort of, we started to bond through like t- discussing like school and how like schooling was in, a, in another country and, um, kind of just like small talk, but it was actually really interesting. Um, we're both at the age where we're like getting our license. And so, um, we kind of like bonded over like the rules of the road and like everything you have to do to get your license and everything. So, um, there are definitely some good moments in there, but, um, he he's super talented um he's able to turn the accent on and off really quick which I thought was super cool um and so yeah no like when when I had told people that you know I I was like this love interest of of Carter they were like no he's like he's four foot ten and small (laughs) like that's no um but you know like years go by and and he totally grew like a foot and a half so definitely wasn't what I expected um but you know I just went with the flow and I told myself to keep breathing. So, 
Great. When you show up, do you have an idea of what you want to do with Haley or do they tell you early, look, this is how we want her played. This is what we want from her. Do they accept like, like maybe if you had input to how you, uh, something you'd want to do, or do you kind of go along with what they envision for you? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the way that they have it, it written when, when I was auditioning, I got like a character breakdown and I got the scenes. And so in the character breakdown, they don't like give you too much. They kind of like want you to put your own personality in there and let you play it out. And so I think that's one of the, one of like the biggest benefits that I had. One of the biggest things that like helped with this was the fact that I could like put her in my own like words in a way. And so that's why I feel like Haley and I kind of have like this connection of being like very similar to each other just because she is me almost because yeah. I would do many of the things that she is doing. And so I think like, I think that's why she fits with, um, I, I think that's just why it works. And so you know, like the only written like blocking is just like walk here. She stops there, you know? And so like, it's not like super strict. You can definitely like improv with some of your lines. Like sure. it's not too like, they're not like, you know, they want you to kind of play around with it and find your character. So, um, yeah. A any chance oh, you can't answer this, but any chance that she's trouble? You can't, well, actually there's nothing you can say, but there's a part of me that has a little bit of a maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> when do you realize you're you're on a big set like this? So, I mean, I mean, obviously the the, the actors, you know, there's got to be, you know, I, I think you said in another interview, there's four cameras rolling and all. So, when do you f first realize early that my God, this is something, this is this is something unique, this is something different? Well, I mean, just like hearing the word Yellowstone, uh, kind of like still makes my my fingers tingle. But it's more of like the fact that like um, when I think of Yellowstone, I think of like. I think of like Kevin Costner and I think of all the huge like actors that, that like represent the show. And um, also it's sort of like a, a pretty big deal because it, it correlates back to like native history. And I think like there's so many storylines going on at once that the camera, like the director and the writer and they have so much to like think about and like inquire at all times and you know with the prequels and everything they have to make sure it all adds up and so I think when it first hit me it was when I it was actually it actually wasn't me that like figured it out my mom she had to be on set with me because I'm a minor right so uh, my mom went back to uh holding while I was working and one of the one of the um people that were on set they were like hey you need to stay outside and watch and watch Orly like, cause they like, they don't want me to be alone just cause like I'm, I'm underage. And so like, it was just like, they have, they have someone for everything and like all the money that goes into it, like for continuity stuff, like they would like go the furthest freaking lengths to get me there. Like, and it's just like, they think of everything, you know, and, and they truly, truly want this to be perfect. So it's not like, it's just like thrown together by like people that don't know what they're doing. So it was you, just, yeah. Yeah. A few more questions for you, Orly. Thank you for all this time. You're such a good soul. I appreciate this. Um, you, you know, there's, um, I was thinking today, why is this show? So, I mean, it's a top three show on TV without a question. Um, I, I feel like the show doesn't apologize for what it is. It just straight storytelling doesn't tiptoe. It just tells a story and doesn't apologize for it. And I think people are attracted to that to just love a good story. Do you think that's the appeal of Yellowstone? I do. I think, um, they're, they're not, it's not like they, they're like, they don't know what they want. They're kind of just going with the flow. I think, I think they all know how it's going to end. I just think they're trying to like create some, some huge story with ups and downs to get there. 
And I think um, they like incorporate political drama and, you know, like, like war and stuff. And, and I think it's just super interesting to everyone. Yeah, and I know you can't comment on this either, but I absolutely love Cole Hauser. Him and Goodwill Hunting will always stick with me, and he is just such a wonderful actor on, on this on this show. Um, so, so let me ask you: uh, when when it comes to Yellowstone, and I think a lot of people, what can they expect this season? From what can you say? I mean, is there anything you can say? I don't want to get you in any trouble. I don't want you to reveal anything. What can they expect? The season's relatively early. You haven't appeared yet. What what can what can they expect? Um, you could be general. I don't want to get you in any trouble. Be general. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get in any trouble. But I mean, just this season, like going into it, so much has already happened. If if you if like the people have seen the first two episodes, like so much has already changed. Um, and so I think just to kind of like expect the unexpected for season five. Yeah, and I want to let you go with this one. Um, I want to talk about one eight hundred Hot Night with uh, Dallas Dupree Young. Are you a Cobra Kai fan? Oh, hundred percent. Um, talk about that experience. Um, and well, first before you get to that, Cobra Kai, um, is there a character you're drawn to? I really liked, um, Hawk. I, or I forget his name, like his, yeah. his name, but I liked his character. Yeah. I, I feel like, and I say, people are going to say, shut up with this, but I feel like Sam is the biggest bully. That's, you know, Ralph Amaccio's daughter in the show. I just feel like she's such a bully. Um, uh, so talk about that, that project, Dallas Dupree Young is it. That's why I bring Cobra Kai up. Um, that's also on your Instagram. Uh, what can you say about that project? Um, well, okay. Dallas is, you know, he's incredibly talented. I had, I, I worked with him on 1-800-HOT-NIGHT before, uh, before the, the season that he was in came out. And so I hadn't like seen his work in anything really beforehand. So, but I had just known that he had booked Cobra Kai. And so I was kind of like, okay, that's super cool. Um, and actually in middle school, I went to, there was one of the guys in, in Cobra Kai, um, Dimitri, I forget his, his, the, the actor's name, yeah. but he, uh, he actually went to the same middle school I was in, in California for like, I, I we were there, wow. we were there at the, like the same time for like two days, but you know, um, I thought that was cool, but, um, yeah, no, like working one 800 hot night, like it's also a pretty heavy topic. Like it goes heavy into like you know, like mature audience stuff. And sure. so, um, and so like he, like watching certain scenes with him in it, like he's, he's a young actor and he's, he's got so much like for him going just cause like when there was this one scene where he was like ugly crying and it was like, not saying he was ugly, but like when you, ugly, no, I get you, you know, very emotional. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and there's just like no shame and no fear. And like, he full sent it and it was like, it worked and it worked so well. And so, um, I was super like inspired and, um, I just like, it gives me chills every time I think about it. He's so talented. It was so fun to work with him. Just that whole set, that whole experience was really fun just cause you know, I was kind of bonding with the other actors that were my age. And so just a super fun opportunity to also like do work, you know? Yeah. And I have to say just from Cobra Kai, I mean, it- he is one of the best actors on that show. Adult, yeah. adult kid, whatever he is. He's amazing. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Orly, what do you want to throw out there as far as maybe a future project, anything social media related, uh, anything you wanted to get out there? Um, Nothing I want to get out there. Just kind of like stay updated with my social media. I'm on there quite a bit. So then if, when there's any good news that I can say, I'll, I'll put it out there. Hey, I wish you nothing but luck and success moving forward, Orly. And thank you for giving me some time today. You're, you're a good person, a wonderful actor, and I'm excited to see what the future brings. Thank you so much. Thanks.
Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.